Welcome back to the Jim Leach Show. In a year full of stress and drama, it's nice to just have some good news to pass along, such as the uh, continuity and the transition of power. I'm not talking about the White House right now. I'm talking about the Springfield Fire Department. Today, last day on the job for Fire Chief Alan Riney, retiring after an exceptional career, and Mayor Jim Langfelder taking this day to announce his pick to be the next chief of the Springfield Fire Department. As of tomorrow, he will serve as acting chief until his formal confirmation later this month. His name is Brandon Blau, and he joins us live this afternoon. Chief, welcome to the program. Congratulations. Great news on the appointment. Thank you. Good to be with you, Jim. Uh, I want to uh, let people get to know you a little bit. So let's start at the beginning. What got you interested in firefighting in the first place? Well, I was uh, one of those guys that grew up in a firefighting family. Um, My father served for 27 years on the fire department. Uh, My uncle served uh, a little bit before that, kind of across the same period. Uh, My my dad actually retired about six months uh, before uh, I was able to come on to the fire department in, uh, in September of 99. I said those six months was were probably the smoothest running ever in the history of the Springfield Fire Department <laughs> when there were no blouse involved. But, uh, but no, so I was immersed in it from the time I was a kid. And I was, uh, you know, I was a little bit of a rebellious kid. I wasn't always set to, that this was going to be the direction I was, I was going to go. And I went off and I went to the University of Illinois and I, I got a, got my bachelor's degree there, and I came back, and I worked in the private sector for about three years, and it was just kind of a calling. You know, it was it was my dad was talking to me, his his best friend uh, for the for the majority of my time growing up was J.D. Knox, who uh, most people in town still know J.D. and they they said, man, this this thing could be good for you. And the, the more I was called, the more I I, I I gave in and I, I listened to him and, and realized that this was this was the path for me. And, and so that's how it started. You're a, a textbook example of working your way up through the ranks. You were a firefighter, a driver engineer, even a rescue team diver for a while. And uh, a couple of years ago, became, became deputy division chief of operations. What does that job title entail? Well, there's actually more than one deputy chief of operations, and my focus is in uh, the technology sector. I'm, I'm actually uh, the chief of technical services. Um, basically, what that has to do with, uh, in the past especially, it was communications devices, all of our radios, our information systems, all of our all of our uh, tracking of of all of our reports and the calls that we go on. Uh, but more so, uh, especially under Chief Riney and, and, and the mayor's uh, urging, uh, and it was, it was kind of the direction I, uh, that fit me really well as, uh, to go along with it, was, was to let's, let's get the fire department in Springfield into the 21st century. Um, we, we, and, you know, we, we got the old laptops out of the fire trucks. We have, we have tablets in them now. Uh, we we started the traffic preemption system on the west side. I'm getting um, more software that's app friendly, uh, so that our people, especially our our younger people, you know, they they like being able to have the convenience uh, and the comfortability of being able to con- to to look at a lot of their their work stuff over their phones or their home tablets. 
and and we recognize that and and we're embracing that we're we're trying to to make it a more technologically uh, sound department and uh, that's basically since since I sat down uh, in I think I started in May of 18 that's been that's been my laser focus is uh, Chief Riney always made the the joke and I know he's been on your show uh, several times uh, that you know especially at the beginning he said we're going to take those fax machines and throw them in the lake and we haven't gotten there and <laughs> CWLP is probably happy about that and we have some environmental people who say well I don't think that's right but but uh, but we have gotten away from using the facts. We're you know I mean we were still faxing everything back in the day, and at least now you know every most things come across either an app or email. Uh, there's a lot more texting that is that is recognized as as um, a more legitimate form of cor- uh, of communication within the fire service, and and I'm I think that I've be- I've played a small part in being able to uh, to get us up to speed technologically speaking it, it's such a foot race though trying to stay uh, even with much less get ahead of technology uh where do you see the department still lacking are there still improvements you'd like to see made that you might be able to further steer now that you'll be in charge of the whole department absolutely i think that you know there's some some areas in in gis uh that we're not that we're not quite where we would like to be yet um we do not have uh, uh, the mapping the way that we would like it within our apparatus for when we're responding to alarms yet. Um, we have, uh, we're in the middle of trying to explore some proximity-based dispatching, um, which basically means that uh, the computer will, will aid the dispatchers in knowing exactly who, uh, almost like a Waze app, uh, for dispatchers, so that they they can that that the computer will tell them which rig will get to any emergency in the most efficient manner possible. Um, we're not there yet, but that's one one of the areas that that is coming down the pike. Um, you know, our paging system uh, when they installed our paging system in in the in the 1970s, uh, it was already it was already not the tip of the spear. Um, and we're looking at some paging options that are safer for our firefighters, which is, which is you know, always something that we're, we're trying to improve our, our safety for our people. Safer in what uh, way? What, how, how does the paging factor into safety and vice versa? Well, uh, one of the things is, is right now uh, the decibel level at which, uh, you know, our people are 24 on and 48 off. They're there for 24 hours at a time and at night. Uh, when they're not running calls, they try and catch up on some sleep. And right now, at two in the morning, if somebody has a heart attack in in, in one of our our cruise districts, the 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 tones go out, and it will it will jump jolt you out of bed. And there's been studies that have said that that's hard on a heart, firefighter's heart. Uh, it's not great for them. So we have some ramped tones that we're looking at some some paging systems that will help with. Uh, there's also uh, some some kind of dim out lighting. It, it, you know, it, it uh, phases in the lighting, and it all, which also uses a uh, a uh, night vision preserving type of light, so that then when they get in that fire truck to run down the street 60 seconds later after after being woken up, that they're not blinded by oncoming headlights and all that kind of stuff. It sounds you know like it's something that that maybe a little overboard, 
but it does it does impact our people's safety. It impacts the safety of the other people that are driving down the street in our community. If you've so, ever stumbled your way through your own house in the middle of the night, you know how dangerous it, it can be, much less exactly. if you're driving a massive fire truck. We're talking with uh, Brandon Blau as of the close of business today. He's the acting fire chief here in Springfield, pending a city council confirmation vote coming up later in December. Uh, you know, and uh, I, I don't know that there's uh, ever you know a, a perfect time to take on this amount of responsibility, but there's probably a, a time of the year that's worse than another, and it's probably right now when the city's trying to put its budget together and you're thrown right into the middle of that uh where are we in the budget process and and how uh, how involved have you been with it what's going to be your recommendation to the mayor for the department's budget in the coming year uh chief Rangi had uh, already put together uh a budget and essentially let uh director mccarty and uh, the mayor know that this these are my ideas um, but he would like for, he knew that he was obviously somebody was going to sit in that seat, uh, you know, right after he was, uh, I've, I've perused it. Uh, it's been a whirlwind of a day. I literally found out, uh, about 10 o'clock this morning that, that the mayor was, was going to tap me on the shoulder and ask me if I wanted to take on this challenge. I've not delved into the budget, uh, as much as I'd like to yet. I know that with uh, COVID and the budgetary uh, constraints that we're probably going to have on us, uh, that we're probably not going to have uh, a lot of bells and whistles this year. Um, but in talking to the mayor, there 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 might be some grants available that uh, we might be able to to work in, uh, you know, some infrastructure and and whatnot. But I think it's going to be a, there's going to be a lot of uh, just being. Uh, you know, maintenance budget. You know, unfortunately, and and sometimes, and that's just part of the deal. You know, I mean, you you can't choose, you can't choose when you're given the the uh, opportunity to come in and uh, help out an organization like like I've been offered. So uh, some years are good, some years are not so good. The bad part is, is at the beginning of this year, before the pandemic hit, it was going to be a great year. We had a lot of things that we were that we were going to look to be able to improve, um, but as as all your listeners and you know, this has not been, you know, the year that most of us were looking forward to. Um, so as far as a budget goes, I really think that, you know, we might be able to, to get some grant money and do and do some exciting things uh, infrastructure wise. But other than that, I think it's just keeping the wheels on and keeping keeping our people uh, in the seats of fire trucks and, and sending them out when people need need help. The good news is there is uh, certainly every reason to think there's a much brighter future uh, ahead of us. So farther down the road, because you've had all these years of experience in the Springfield Fire Department, seen it from a lot of different angles. Uh, what are your thoughts about how the department's positioned for the future? Do we have the, the right amount of personnel? Do we have the right number of firehouses? Are they in the right places? Uh, it, it, can you offer any thoughts on long-range plans? I think we have a couple of places in town. Uh, there's a couple of stations that uh, we could optimize. Uh, as the city has grown over the last, you know, 30 years or more, uh, we have not we have not moved firehouses very much. We we built uh, station 12 in the 1990s out on Cokie Mill, and we built station 11, I believe, in like 91, um, and that's out on Toronto Road. Uh, but you know, you look at the the, the growth that's occurred in the uh, northeast corridor, corridor especially, uh, 
Um, we have some response times that we'd like to improve out there. Um, we have some areas that, uh, you know, I think that there's three firehouses right now that I think that uh, we can we can do better on. Uh, Station six over by Isles Park, uh, uh, just south of Ash, uh, has now with the uh, railroad uh, changes that, uh, that have occurred over in that area. Um, that place is kind of blocked in to the north. Uh, we can get out, but it's just it's not it's definitely not optimal. Um, so I think that the, I think that we're set up the the way that we respond now. We do a great job, but you can always do better. And and with infrastructure, most of our firehouses are getting getting old. They're expensive to repair. They're not made for uh, today's fire service. They're not. They're. I mean, quite frankly, they're not ma made for things like female firefighters. Some of the some of the the firehouses just don't have enough privacy in them for uh, when you have two sexes working in the same house for 24 hours. Um, those are things that you can improve upon uh, if you can get some grants and, and maybe move some stations around. A uh, couple last questions. Uh, one, because you've been in the department for so long, you've uh, been shoulder to shoulder with uh, the men and women of the department. I is it weird to now be the, the top guy in charge? Is that going to take a little getting used to? Oh, I would say that it's weird both ways. <laughs> um, I have uh, I've probably I've gotten more texts today than I probably, you know, have on on any week of my life just in the last four or five hours. And that's a testament to uh, the support that uh, that the people that I've worked with and, and that I that I'm going to work for uh, are willing to reach out to me. I am I'm still brained and I'm still. Uh, you know, I, 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 especially in my younger days, I threw around the, the word dude a lot. And so I have a lot of people calling me chief dude. Um, but you know, that's, I take that as a form of flattery. It, it is, it is, I, I still am working in, in a profession where I came up and, and you worked for 24 hours at a time with people, they became part of your family. And I think that, you know, I'm lucky enough that, uh, that I've gotten to work with some of the best people that are out there. Um, our profession is unlike any other. Uh, we have uh, top-notch people, as our Class 1 designation denotes. Um, and I just think that it, it is weird. It is. I mean, like 10 o'clock this morning, uh, I was checking my email, and I went down to grab a donut that Chief Riney brought in for, for a, a going-away present. And a half hour later, uh, the mayor and and uh, the, and Bonnie Drew are asking me if, if I want I would like to be uh, would like to take the keys. Wow, and, and it's yeah, it's a little surreal. You uh, you mentioned your, your I'm lucky to be surrounded by good people. You mentioned your dad. Is he in fact still with us? He is. He, is. he might be listening. Hi, Dad. And what's his reaction to his son now becoming the chief of the department where he served for so many years? I don't know if I could say the words on the radio. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's. I, I told you I was, a little, I was a little bit of a uh, rebellious kid from time to time. So he's seen me. He's seen me in my good moments and my bad moments. But he's been nothing but supportive. He was the one that said, "Hey, you can do this." And I think that, you know, I uh, growing up, I, I was always a member of sports teams, and you know, I was lucky enough to be captains of some things and be in leadership when I was in college. And I think that he saw that this would be a good fit for me, that, you know, hey, if, if, 
if I joined the fire service and, and did what I was supposed to do, that it, there might be an opportunity for, for me to take on a responsibility like this. And, and I don't take it lightly. It's, it's uh, one of those things that uh, extreme, is extremely humbling um, to, be, to be named to do something like this. Uh, and get to, to be uh, a part of a department and engage in what we do for the community. Uh, and it, it, that's one of those things that I'm sure that my dad, uh, years ago, he may have saw it before I did, because there were certain times where I was like, there is no way I am going to want to go and do that job, because it, it is tough. That's, I mean, that's one of the reasons why Chief Riney left, is it, it was a grind uh, doing the, the, especially when the, when the COVID hit and kind of having to wear two hats there. So it's a lot of responsibility. Acting Springfield Fire Chief Brandon Blau, the city council will vote on his appointment later in the month of December. In the meantime, Chief, again, congratulations. Thanks for taking the time. We're looking forward to talking to you a lot in the months and years to come. I enjoyed it. Thank you, Jim. 455 Culver's West on Wabash time. Grab some delicious crispy pretzel bites with Wisconsin cheddar cheese sauce at Culver's West on Wabash. The forecast clear. Chilly overnight, 21 for the low. 37 all the warmer it gets tomorrow, up to 43 on Wednesday. 31 now, WMAY. Save your cash.